Good morning. <laughs> Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, you've called us to enter your kingdom through the narrow door. Guide us by your word and spirit, and lead us now and always into the feast of your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 11th Sunday after Pentecost is from Isaiah chapter 66. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. And they shall come and shall see my glory, and I will set a sign among them. And from them I will send survivors to the nations, to Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, who draw the bow to Tubal and Javan, to the coastlines far off, that have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations, and they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And some of them also I will take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. From new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the second reading is from Hebrews chapter 12. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline in which, you, which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint but rather be healed strive for peace with everyone and for holiness without which no one will see the lord see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of god that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble and by it many become defiled that no one is sexually immoral or unholy like esau who sold his birthright for a single meal for you know that afterward, when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no chance to repent, though he sought it with tears. For you have not come to what may be touched, a blazing fire and darkness and gloom and a tempest and the sound of a trumpet and a voice whose words make, made hearers beg that no further messages be spoken to them. For they could not endure the order that was given. If even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. Indeed, so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to the innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, 
unto the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the Gospels from Luke chapter 13, verses 22 through 30. Jesus went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying through Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us, then he will answer you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves cast out, and people will come from the east and from the west, from the north and the south, and recline at table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some who are at last will be first, and some are first who will be last. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. So this Sunday, I'm going to focus on um, the open door. And um, in the ancient city of Jerusalem, it was, um, there was a wall that was created around the whole city to protect from intruders. And we're very familiar with other walls throughout the world, the Great Wall of China. Uh, of course, there was the Berlin Wall, and we know there's been a lot of talk about a wall someplace here in the United States. <laughs> um, but wherever there's a wall is meant to, to create separation, but wherever there's a wall, there's also a door to enter into that, into that place. Um, there's been a wall of separation uh, between us and God since the beginning when Adam and Eve rebelled and ate the forbidden fruit and God cast them out of the Garden of Eden and guarded, that, uh, guarded, guarded the Garden of Eden with a, with a flaming uh, cherubim and seraphim, mm -hmm. um, sort of like a wall, I mean, yeah, suggest sort of a, back in. a barrier, the barrier of that sin. And, and we, we still have that, that barrier between us and God. And um, the text talks about strive, but as I looked at the Greek, it actually is the word agonize. Mm -hmm. uh, agonizomai, I think, is the Greek word for that, to, to agonize into entering the kingdom of God. And um, at times the Christian life can be an agony, right? Um, mm -hmm. As we struggle, as Paul says, the good that I want to do, I don't do, and the evil that I don't want to do, I keep on doing. Who will rescue me from this, uh, from this sin and death? And I think a lot of times people try to agonize to enter into this kingdom of God through their through their merits, through their good works, through their piety, through uh, kind of this checklist of things that I need to do to enter through the door. Um, but that's not the way. Um, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the only door to eternal life. And to pass through that door, um, you don't need to be the best or the smartest or the most de devoted or uh, any kind of criteria like that. But it's simply... Uh, to fall on our knees and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a poor, miserable sinner. And so every Lord's Day when we enter here through the doors of our church, um, we're greeted with that entry, how awesome is this place, O Lord? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate to heaven. And we enter, we're unclean, we're full of sin, and we fall on our knees and we confess our sins, um, that we are miserable sinners and we desire his mercy. And then God brings us through that door, literally, um, we have a, a vivid picture of that in our chancel. That, do that door is open through the blood of Jesus. Uh, as the writer to the Hebrews put, you've come to Mount Zion, the, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, 
to innumerable angels and festival gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, to the God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So we enter into those doors, literally into Mount Zion here at Trinity, at the Lord's at the Lord's Supper, and are fed and forgiven. I want to pick up where, yep. where you said the, the striving or the agonizing. Mm -hmm. And when we come to church, you know, and what we're called to do is agonize over our sin, right? Mm -hmm. And so the preparation before the entrance mm -hmm. hymn or the entrance psalm is to confess our sin and receive the Lord's forgiveness and the door opens to us. And, and you think about it, you mentioned that mm -hmm. in the chancel, that open door, Jesus and I'm the door, whoever enters through me will be saved. You, you've got the baptismal font up there. And actually, you know, the, the pastor is on the, the Jesus step, if you will, delivering the forgiveness of sins in his name with his words. And then we enter in, we go through the door and you, you think about that. There's three steps to get there. I think it's beautiful at Trinity in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, heaven opens. So when we call on the name of the Lord, heaven opens because of Jesus Christ and him crucified and risen from the dead, the door is open. When Jesus was baptized, heaven opened, right? When you were baptized, heaven opened to you, and now you have all of the blessings of the kingdom of heaven. And you, you think about everything in, the, in our architecture of our church that teaches that you have the, the lectern on one side of the door, the pulpit on mm -hmm. the other side, that you know the, the, the word of the Lord and the preaching of that word of God, and it, it opens the door to us as it brings us to repentance through the forgiveness of sins. And then what do we do? What, what is on the other side of the door? The feast, mm -hmm. the Lord's Supper, right? the, the body and blood of Christ. And, and what I love in our chancel, it's blue. Blue is the color of heaven. Blue is the cover, color of hope. We, we enter into that, uh, the mysterious part of you know, this whole thing is that we enter into the, the, the glory of God with angels, archangels, and all the company of heaven. In fact, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and there's a whole lot of going on on the other side of the table, if you will. Yeah. But we, we, we really are joined with God and one another through the forgiveness of sins, to, and, and we have that door to heaven and the grace and the mercy of God in Jesus Christ. And that's why we go to church. It is, you know, the church, uh, Zion, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and we, come, we, we come now and our Lord promises to forgive our sins. So he takes the agony away, if you will. He bore that agony of our sin on the cross and replaces it with that joy and peace of knowing that we have life together with God and each other for throughout all eternity. We are part of this family of God. We have a seat at the table. Um, with God and, and all of those who have gone before us. Wow, you got, you got my mind moving now. And then the door is open, right? Yeah. Um, the door is open to those who are baptized, mm -hmm. repentant, um, um, and have been catechized, taught the Christian faith. The door is wide open. You um, think of closed right, communion. Exactly. The door is closed to those who want to hang on to their sins. Yeah. They don't want to give them up. Um, you know, I don't know why you would do that, because then you have to somehow overcome your sin, and you won't. Um, but it's through the confession of sin that the, the door opens. So if you're impenitent, the door to right. the feast is closed to you, actually for your good. Right. And you think about even with uh, the cherubim, at, at, at why wouldn't they let them in? Well, God would have had to destroy them in their sin. Right. So the door is open when there's the forgiveness of sin, when, when God no longer has to pour out yeah. his wrath on us. It was all poured out on Jesus. So when we, we go to the table, the table is open to those who are baptized, who, who, 
who have, who have the name of God in them, God with them, um, to those who are penitent, right? And who to those who believe the Lord's words, this is my body, this is my blood. And then you're, then you're part of that great feast of heaven. The door is opened in, G, you know, in Jesus. He opens the door. I, but this is you guys. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to your sermon. And the the um, <laughs> the hymn um, the hymn that we're going to focus on today um, talks about. Um, I'm going to get the right number here. What was it? Five hundred and ten from Lutheran service book. It titled oh, yeah. "A Multitude Comes from the East and the West to Sit at the Feast of Salvation." And then it talks about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the blessed, obeying the Lord's invitation. And then I think it's interesting that every phrase of this hymn, have mercy upon us, O Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's through his mercy and grace that we enter into this feast. Yeah, good um, stuff. I think, let's, um, what do you think? Uh, one, mm-hmm. three, and four, would that work? Sure. <clears throat> A multitude comes from the east and the west to sit at the feast of salvation with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the blessed, obeying the Lord's invitation. Have mercy upon us, O Jesus. All trials shall be like a dream that is past, Forgotten all trouble and mourning. All questions and doubts have been answered at last. When rises the light of that morning, have mercy upon us, O Jesus. The heavens shall ring with an anthem more grand than ever on earth was recorded. The blessed of the Lord shall receive at his hand the crown to the victors awarded. Have mercy upon us, O Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Have a great day. You too.